Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel, where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. In this video, I want to talk about the hero's journey, as well as your cognitive function stack and how you can overlay them together to get a real thorough understanding of what is going on in your life and your progress towards your goals. What's up, Legend? It's Sherman here from Geek Psychology, helping you find your true character and level it up so you can play life better. So I recently saw that there was another um, video creator Another content creator uh, pair making videos about the hero's journey. And I thought that I had a lot to express related to that. Um, just no uh, bashing or conflict or anything like that. I like what they're doing. I think they're going in a little different direction than I am. I'm trying to simplify things and I think um, they're getting more and more minute and... Um, defined about it right and that's cool that's cool i think there's plenty of room for everybody but when it came to the hero's journey i thought that i could give some of my input as well so this video is going to be a little um intense and a little bit in depth so if you don't know your cognitive functions if you don't know uh, your your function stack then this might not be the video for you okay so first up the in, within your personality type, within your stack, you got, you know, the dominant auxiliary, tertiary, and inferior or aspirational function, okay? So we're going to use those terminologies as well as mine, the hero, for the dominant function. This is a pretty standard one that a lot of us use now. And the auxiliary function as the mentor and the tertiary function as the sidekick and the inferior or aspirational function as the maverick. That kind of part within you that's kind of going the different direction. It's a little bit of uh, anti-heroic in some ways. It's not quite on the same mission as the hero, and yet it's still part of the journey. It's, it's not like an, an enemy or anything like that. It's just going a little bit of a different direction. It causes some problems. It's like Boromir, I suppose, within the Lord of the Rings. Like he's he's there, he's part of the team, and yet, you know, he his greed got a hold of him and he wanted to take that ring. You could think of it as like that. Or some sort of other character like that just causes problems. I use Raphael from Ninja Turtles a lot because, you know, he's part of the team, but he just kind of creates some issues. So anyway, those are the, the terminology that we're going to use here, and we're going to use Dan Harmon's story circle as well. I've explained this before, uh, but I'm going to go into it again. Here we go, because this is, this is a simpler version than the hero's journey itself, but it still gives a lot of depth. So you start with you, you know, your daily life, your regular routine, and then you need something, and then in order to get that thing, you have to go into the other world, you have to just go, you have to go somewhere, you have to do something, right? You can't just want it and need it and then it comes to you, <laughs> as sweet as that would be. And then from there, there's the search and the struggle and then finding the thing that you were searching for. And then from there also, you gotta, you gotta take it, you gotta get it, but you also pay the price. There's some sort of sacrifice usually. And then you can change, or I'm sorry, you can return to the normal world and 
change or having been changed. Then you go back into you and you start the quest again. So if we take these two models, we have the hero's journey and then we have another one where your cognitive function stack looks like a diamond. Okay, you have your hero on the top, your dominant function, then you have your auxiliary and tertiary on both sides and your maverick at the bottom, your inferior or aspiration at the bottom. Okay, overlay them on top of each other. The dominant function, your hero is you. A lot of us can really relate to this unless you've had a lot of trauma or um, just issues with your personality type not being honored or whatever it is. Like most of us really identify with our dominant function so much that when I've created this RPG system and I started personifying the functions, I really noticed that like I kept switching back and forth when I was using um, the, the dominant function, the hero as a way of explaining things that I would call it me. And then I would also dissociate and call it the name of the character that I made, which was Findian at the time. The other functions really don't, I don't see that. I don't do that within myself. Uh, but the hero, this is where you are. This is your normal life. Okay. So if we're talking about some sort of struggle or issue, this is where life is just kind of okay. You know, there's no extreme pushes or pressures coming from the outer world. And then you need something. The world tells you that you need to go do something, right? You need to change your life. Uh, you lose a friend, you lose a family member. Um, some sort of crisis happens. You lose your job, right? Somebody says something about you that really hurts. Whatever it is, the outer world is pulling you or telling you that you got to do something. Okay. And then you get to go. You have to go somewhere right? You have to do something, take some sort of actions to change your life, change your life. And that's the mentor that's really telling you to do that. And yet, if you look at the other side of it, you see the, the tertiary function, the sidekick on return. And this is that, that feeling within us of like, I need to do this thing, but I don't want to do this thing. I need to go to the outer world. I don't want to go to the outer world. Or for extroverts, I need to go to the inner world I don't want to go to the inner world. It's just this back and forth. Um, for me, I need to explore. I need to go take new actions and change things. And yet I, I really feel like I just don't want to. And I want to be in my, my hobbit hole and just hermit up a little bit, you know, and be comfortable, not change things. Okay. So it's this back and forth between both of these voices. And yet the sidekick is, is with you on this journey, but Imagine them both talking back and forth, right? That's that feeling where the world is saying, I got to do this. I really need to change things. I really need to do something about my life. And you blame the outer world as we all do. And then, you know, you either don't do it and you stay within the, the Shire or you go out and you make the changes. And so let's say you go to the other world. So an extrovert, you go inward you find yourself or whatever it is, or for the introverts, you go outward and you let loose whatever it is. Uh, within that, there's a lot of struggles. There's this back and forth, right? Searching, failing, trying again, new attempts, you know, getting knocked down, pulling yourself back up. You meet some friends along the way. You get some help from mentors and all this other stuff too. Uh, maybe not the big mentor in your life, the auxiliary function that's saying, exactly what you need to do to balance the psyche, right? You need, you need a way of 
making decisions. You need a way of gathering information. You need a way of interacting with the outer world and the inner world. Putting both of those two functions together, the dominant and the auxiliary, you get you get a nice pair, right? But there are other mentors in life too. And so you're searching, you're going back and forth, and then you find it. You find that thing within you that really feels like it completes you. What do you know? Your aspirational function, the maverick, right? The thing that you've been chasing for so long that feels like it would just complete you. Like, oh man, if I could just structure my my arguments, if I could just take control of the world, if I could impact the world, oh, that would be great. That would complete me. That would make everything better. That would make the world better. Well, within your inferior function, you know, that's where you find that. And when you find it and you get more control over this aspect of yourself, then you start to learn different ways of dealing with it, ways of of taming it and controlling it, not defeating it necessarily, but if you were to defeat it, then gathering its essence and bringing it in and, and using that, right? All of us go through this journey where we finally, hopefully all of us, where we finally connect to our inferior function. And we're like, I figured it out. <laughs> I figured out how to help people with this because I've spent so much time. I've struggled with it so much. Now, this is like what's going on with me in productivity videos and, and self-understanding videos as well. But productivity and getting goals done and, you know, that type of stuff has been a struggle for me my whole life until I figured out some things and then I've been teaching them, right? That's me connecting to my extroverted thinking, my strategizing commander aspect of myself. And yet when you find it, when you connect to that inferior function, you do, you pay some prices, you know, you, you die in some ways. You can't go back to the old you that played small. I had to stop playing games for the most part because I had a bigger mission. I had more things to do. You know, I, I couldn't play small anymore. I had to, you know, not really talk to certain friends as much and stuff. I had to just change my life, take new actions. I had to put myself out there on video and stuff like that, just as part of my journey and something that I could not um, ignore anymore. So I kind of paid the price for that. We all have that. You know, when you, when you grow in some way, you encapsulate that lower level of yourself. Yes, you transcend it, right? But it's different now. So you go back to return, right? You go back to the natural world with it. If you're an extrovert, you go back to the extroverted world of things. You go back to the introverted world of things for an introvert. Um, and you've gained new skills, right? You've learned new techniques and you've paid prices. You've struggled and you have changed. And as I said before, you can also change the world by incorporating these aspects within and sharing them with other people you start back up again. And so if you look at your personality type overlaid on top of the hero's journey again, this story circle again, you see these points between you and go is need between the dominant function and the auxiliary function. It's showing you what you need to do in order to create a better life for yourself. You need to do the auxiliary function. And between go and find you have search, right? Between the auxiliary function 
and your inferior function. There's a lot of searching. There's a lot of struggles. This is the, both of them are the other world for you. And there's a lot of pain and issues within there, but there are a lot of lessons as well. In between find and return, you have take. This is, you take the thing, you get it, you also pay the price. And looking at these two, you have the inferior function, your maverick, and you have your tertiary function, the, the, the sidekick, right? So these are together an aspect of your personality that really, like, you struggle with. Like for me, an INFP looking at this is like an ESTJ. It's flipped. Okay, so your inferior function becomes your hero, becomes the hero of the story, right? And your tertiary becomes the auxiliary, the mentor. And that, you know, it's, it's hard to deal with people of the opposite personality type like that. Because you share so many things, but they're not valued the same. And by accepting that that person, that type of person, has a lot of good within them, does I mean it hurts at first it's, it's a difficult thing to do and the last one between return and you between the tertiary and the dominant function you have change and you know we all need to change this aspect of ourselves if we want to change we have to go through this journey a lot of ways of looking at it um, also really getting control over both of these together and knowing when you need to change them, when you don't, when you need to listen to which voice here. Uh, I think there's a lot of good within that. Knowing when I get in a loop of introverted feeling and introverted sensing going back and forth, looking at my past saying, oh, you did this thing and you're an awful person because of it. And the judgment on top of the, the remembering. Um, it, it creates a lot of issues, you know, but it's showing that if I can harness that, if I can control that, if I can learn from that in a positive way, then I can change my life and I can change the world for the better as well. So I hope that this video helped. If it did, please let me know down below um, what was beneficial for you, what you're going through in your journey and keep up the lifelong questing. Good luck. Have fun. Peace. Thanks for listening, and I hope you got something out of it. I know that by listening to this podcast, it means that you're ready to take your life to the next level, and I'm so excited to help you do it. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, lack of motivation, or you're just looking for your spark and purpose, I have many courses and a one-on-one -on -one coaching service available to you to help you get out of your own way and be happy. So head on over to geekpsychology.com to get started. See you there.